Bible up, say, this is my Bible. Say, I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. Say, I choose to do what it says I can do. Say, I have an open mind. I have a teachable spirit. From this moment forward, say, I'll never be the same. Shout it out, never, never, never. In Jesus' name. Amen. Give somebody a knuckle bump and tell them we're, we're taking out the devil. How many of you know that God's called you to live a life of victory? Amen. I said God's called you to live a life of victory. Last night I got to thinking about it after church. <coughs> Excuse me. Got to thinking about it after church. You know, if, if you ever go to a, to a sporting event uh, and your team's winning... You, you, you know the energy level that starts to rise in you? Come on now, we like to win, don't we? You know, matter of fact, you know, when we're losing, we just kind of want to fade into the fabric. We don't even want anybody to recognize us, right? <laughs> I don't know why I'm looking at you. When we're losing, <laughs> hallelujah, <laughs> I made myself laugh. Uh, when we're losing, we get all quiet and we just, you know, just, you know, we're just going to go with the flow. When we're winning, we're talking trash. We're, you know, we're making sure the whole world knows that we're a part of the team. And, you know, some of us, what we've got to realize is that the enemy just slowly and quietly, he creeps his way into our life and he begins to steal the voice of praise that's, that's supposed to be coming out of us. And we end up going through life really quiet and we just want to fade into the fabric. We, we come to a church and, and guys, you're, the, you're radical, faith-filled, spirit-filled believers. Now, you, you, don't, you don't need to fade into the fabric. You, 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 need to, you need to take ownership of who you are and realize, you know what, I've got a voice. And I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk trash to the enemy. I'm not losing. I'm not losing. You're, you're not going under. You, you are not failing. Do this. Just go. See, if you can inhale, then you got victory in you. Okay. And, 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 and you just need to have a revelation that your final condition is going to, your final outcome is going to be much better than your current condition. Right? Where you're standing today, it doesn't make any difference how good it is or how bad it is. Where you're headed, it's better. And you're being led by the Spirit of God, and He's taking you to a place that He's carved out, put your name on it, and you're going to get there. No weapon formed against you can prosper. Every tongue that rises against you, you can condemn. This is the heritage of the children of the living God. You've got what it takes. You don't, God doesn't have to go get something and bring it to you. He's already given you everything that you need that pertains to life and godliness. Everything that you need to live a life that's absolutely pleasing to God, you already have it. The enemy just doesn't want you to see it. He doesn't want you to recognize it. He doesn't want you knowing who you are and the strength that you possess. You're, you're coming out of some things. All of us. There's things in our life that probably we should have never entertained in the first place. And now we've got to get delivered from it. We've got to get free from it. We've got we to shake it off. But you're coming out. You are, you're being brought to a place where you're going to have the ability on a daily basis to demonstrate Satan's defeat. You get to live a lifestyle that's an absolute humiliation to hell. Jesus came not, not, not to make it easy, to make it possible. See, it was impossible. Before he came, but he came so that you might have life, that you could have and enjoy life in abundance to the full till it overflows. You've got more death 
than there are more life than death, more joy than sorrow, more peace than chaos. You, you've got more provision than lack. You've got it. You've got it. And, and now you, you just got to stir this thing up and realize every single day I'm not going to work. I'm not leaving the house like I'm defeated because I'm not. I'm not, I'm not defeated. I'm not broken. I'm not depressed. I'm not handicapped. I've got the advantage. God's on my side. Psalms 118. Two times in the Amplified it says, the Lord is on your side. It don't mean He's on your team. It means He's on your side. He's going, He's, he's with you. You're not alone. You've got help. This thing's bigger than you are. This problem's bigger than you are. These finances are greater than what you've got. Of course it is. But God's with you. You're not alone. You've got help. Look at your neighbor and tell him, you need help. <laughs> Hallelujah. Look with me to the book of Exodus. Exodus chapter 13. And it came to pass. Everybody say, it came to pass. We know this stuff. It happens. But it came to pass. In other words, it didn't come to stay. It came to pass. The stuff you're going through, it'll pass. It'll pass. Come on. You can outlast most of your problems. But, you know, this weekend, a bunch of us went over and we joined with some other churches and we listened to the Farrells teach on relationship. And, and, and they made several incredible points. And one of them was that a lot of times, you know, have you ever noticed, and, and you don't have to actually respond, but just think about it. But have you ever noticed that in an argument or, or a uh, enthusiastic discussion, um, that by the time you reach the end of it, you can't remember why you started it? You know, because sometimes, sometimes our stubbornness outlasts the issue. You you can you can out you can outlast the enemy. You 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 got to realize this is not forever. I'm not I'm not living out a life sentence. You know, you you might be broke today, but you're not in poverty. Poverty is a mindset. You 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 can you might not have any liquid asset but but the reality is is that you're not living in poverty because god's called you to walk in prosperity he has a plan to prosper you right you're going to increase mightily i mean you know if you get if if, if you're in the word of god you know what i'm doing right now is just quoting scripture he's going to increase you mightily he's going to put an increase on your increase so whatever it is you're dealing with today just realize it'll pass it'll pass you, you know, may, maybe there aren't very many people swinging by your shop. Well, hang out long enough. They'll show up. So you start walking around the place thanking God. Because the Bible says that if you abide in me and my word abides in you, you can ask whatever you want and I'll produce it for you. And that in the original, in the Greek, is so strong. It says if you're living in me and my word is living in you, if you ask for something that doesn't exist, I'll create it for you. So maybe you don't have clients. Well, God will create clients for you. Well, that doesn't seem right. Right. There's a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the ends thereof are the ways of death. Right? To be carnally minded is going to separate you from the promise of God, but to be spiritually minded is going to connect you. So, God, just realize, this is going to pass. This is going to pass, and I'm not going to let this define me. It came to pass when Pharaoh had let the people go. The God didn't lead them through the way of the land of the Philistines, although that was near. Everybody say that was near. You think about it for just a minute. God couldn't take them the short route. Why? Well, because if they saw trouble, they'd go back into bondage. It's amazing how many people would rather live in bondage than face their enemy. 
I got that credit card thing. Amen. It's amazing how many of us back up when, when, when issues arise and, and we, we choose, we elect to let that one pass because we, in our mind, we think we're dealing with some other things that are more important. But I'm going to tell you something. There's really nothing more important than your victory. There's really nothing more important than your ability to, to, to have the confidence that, that there's nothing between you and God. This is the confidence that we have in him. If we ask anything according to his will. But, you know, it's hard to have confidence in God if you think God's about ready to take you out. If you think the issue that you're having to outlast, God's doing it to you. If you think, well, I'm sick because he's teaching me a lesson, or I'm going through this problem, well, because of the sins in my, I'm going, see, the enemy, he, he uses these mind games to sabotage your, your progress because, well, because we're an easy target. Because we'll believe almost anything. Almost anything will make sense to us. But the fact is, is that if you can stand on the word of God, Hebrews says, don't let go of your confidence. It has great recompense of reward. You just need patience. You just need to realize it came to pass. It's going to pass. You just need to not quit right now. You have need of patience. After you do the will of God, you shall receive the promise. You're going to get what God said he's going to produce. Matter of fact, he's going to get you to where he has promised to take you. Even when you wander off the trail on your own, he's going to get you there. His grace and his mercy is going to lovingly nudge you back on track. And if that loving nudge don't work, he'll boot you over there. We'll take you by the nap of your neck and we're dragging you to Victoryville because that's where God wants you. These guys took 40 years to take an 11 day journey. Have you ever really thought about that? You know, the Bible says it's, it's an 11 day journey from point A to point B. So 40 years later, and we think, what a bunch of losers these guys are. Until we look at our own life. And some of us have just reached 40. Feels good to say that. It's a lie, but it feels good to say that. <laughs> and we've got stuff that's been in our life 40 years that we could have dealt with in 11 days. But there was a little resistance. And so we said, never mind. <laughs> Hello? Look at the next verse. But God led the people about through the way of the wilderness. But God led the people about through the wilderness. And they went up harnessed out of the land of Egypt. There's a couple of things I, I want to talk about this morning real quick. One, just, just one point, one, one little nugget that you need to understand. They, they went up harnessed. They went up harnessed. You, you, you know, someday you, you need to buy yourself a concordance and do some word studies. The word harnessed, uh, I don't know what picture that pops into your mind, but if you study the word, in, in reality, what it says, what it, what it literally means, is that they came out and they were incredibly positioned. They were very strong. They were very capable. They had everything they needed to defeat any enemy. 
It was like, you know, those movies where the, you know, the stuff blows up and the, and, and the smoke and the dust is flying and Arnold Schwarzenegger comes out through there and, and, and he's, he's been, you know, greased up and you can see every cut and every muscle and, you know, maybe back in the day, you know, when he was, you know, and, and, and you just go, oh, whoa, that's how they came out. They, they, they went up harness. They, they, they were, they were so, so strong. They've been doing hard physical labor for hundreds of years. These guys were not a bunch of sissies running from the Pharaoh. They, they, they were, they, they were incredible. They just didn't know it. See, they didn't realize that anything that came against them, they could easily overtake. They didn't realize that everybody that looked at them, they were scared. But they, they just saw themselves as poor, slaves, uh, uh, incapable, and, and ineffective, and, and, and it didn't really matter, they, you know, their life. And, and the reality is, is that, no, man, the way they came out of bondage, they had what it took. They had everything. They didn't need anything. They, they, they had it. They just didn't believe it. So the Lord led the people about. But God led the people about. There's another cool word, the word about. I, I want to talk about the word about. The word about is C-A-B-A-B. It's a Hebrew word, and it means to be taken through a series of turns or changes, to transform total change, to produce such dramatic change as to convert to a different level of energy. Let me read that again. It means to be taken through a series of turns or changes to transform, to totally change, to produce such dramatic change as to convert to a different level of energy. God led the people through a tremendous dramatic change. He transformed them. He converted the way they looked or saw themselves. He said in verse 17, when they see trouble, they're going to turn tail and run. So he said, I'll change him, and I'll build myself an army. See, you're stronger than you think. And God needs the opportunity to lead you about, to lead you through a dramatic change that will literally change your level of energy. He wants to convert your faith to a different level of energy. He, he wants to take you to a place where you're not trying to fade into the fabric, but where you're talking trash. He, he wants to change your mindset. He wants you to recognize who you really are. He wants you to know in the core of your heart. I can handle this. I can take this devil out. He's under my feet. There are no chains on me. I, there, there's no reason for me to allow any area of my life to be contained by a defeated devil. For this purpose was the Son of God manifest that he might destroy the works of the evil one. Destroy, not break. The chains aren't broken. The chains are destroyed. There's a big difference because that which is broken can be repaired, but that which is destroyed has been annihilated or rendered powerless. The, the power of the enemy over your life is non-existent until you give it to him. 
The Bible tells us don't give any place to the devil. The word place is position of effectual opportunity. Don't give the enemy a position to use opportunity against you. You have dominion. You have authority. You have all the power. In Christ, you can do anything. With God, nothing is impossible. You're not going to lose. You know, I don't know the condition of your relationships, but they don't have to end if you want to speak life to it. I don't know where you are financially, but I can tell you this, that God can lead you to a place of insane prosperity. I'm telling you that God is for you. He's not against you. You don't have to give up and die. You don't have to surrender. You don't have to put up with it anymore. You know, but our mindset, the carnal mindset is so stinking weird. Because we'll, we'll think anything. We'll believe anything. We'll, we'll reason out anything. You'll lay in your bed at night. You're not like you want to, but you'll just, your mind will begin to reason and build a road map to where you're hoping someday you can get. And it'll take you through all these weird little side towns. And you'll think, well, we're probably going to have to put up with years of that. Because look at where we are. And, and the problem is, is that we're not sure how we got where we are. So getting out of there is going to be an issue. And so we start, you know, making a list of the stuff that we need to deal with first. And most of the time, you know, we're looking at these huge issues that are so massive and we're going to have to deal with that. And I, today I just want to I just want to encourage you. Maybe, maybe you should just deal with some of the small things. Maybe you should just handle some of the small things. Maybe, maybe just some of those little attitudes. How about some of that doubt? How about some of those unbeliefs? You know, when you're looking at somebody else and they seem to be making it, and you're telling yourself that God probably loves them more. No, He doesn't. God loves you. God loves you. God and I had a long talk last night about you. And I got you off the hook. <laughs> you know, God's on your side. Some of these little things, in the way that we think, we've we got we to gotta address that. I mean, check this out. You remember when, when, when the plagues were, were on the land, and, and this is before the people got to go? And look at Exodus chapter 8. The king sent for Moses and Aaron and told him, If you ask the Lord to take these frogs away... I'll let, I'll let the people go. If you, if you ask God to take the frogs away, you gotta understand, by this point, we're not talking about a couple frogs. We're talking about a massive problem. Okay? How many of you have had a frog in your house lately? Yeah, we did the other day. We had one. What'd you say, two weeks ago? Two, three weeks ago, we had one frog. One frog in our house. The entire neighborhood knew because Shelby announced it when it spooked her. We had one, and that was an issue that needed to be dealt with. These guys didn't have one. Uh, You know, they were everywhere. They, They were on everything. They were in everything. You go to the refrigerator and open it up, and they were in there. Go to the oatmeal, take the lid off, off the Quakers, and there, there he is. You know, go to get in the shower. They're in the bathtub. They're in the shower. They're in the bed. Now, we got a problem because these people, one of their gods is a frog. And it's a holy critter. 
you know, it, it's, it's, it's like the cow in India or, you know, in Nepal. When we're in Nepal, you know, when a cow wanders into the street, listen, anything that wanders in the street in Nepal is probably going to die. Because there's cars, motorcycles, and buses, and, and, and they're four or five lanes wide, and they're going all directions, and there are no traffic lights. And there's just horns and beeping, and it's courtesy, and it's just crazy. And when a cow goes into the street, everything stops because that animal is holy. You don't get out and push it out of the way. But these guys, they had a pretty interesting mindset regarding frogs. So now you go to get in bed, and there's a frog there. You can't move it. And it's not one. There's a hundred of them in your bed. You can't do it. You're not sleeping there tonight. You go to get something to eat, they're, they're covering the food. You can't touch them. You can't move them. You can't deal with them. This is a problem. The kids come home from football practice. They stinketh. Take a shower. You can't. Frogs are in there. They're everywhere. So he calls in these guys and he says, Hey, if you ask the Lord to take these frogs, I'll let you go. You betcha. If you can get your God to do it, you're out of here. I'll give you freedom. And look at the next verse. This is crazy. All right, Moses said, you choose the time when I am to pray for the frogs to stop bothering you and your officials and your people. You ask for the time. And they'll only be found in the rivers. Look what he says in verse 10. Do it tomorrow. Again, what is he, crazy? You know, here's the deal is, this king doesn't want, the Pharaoh does not want to admit his insane need for God. He's hoping that maybe by tomorrow this phenomenon will just end itself and then we won't have to call on God. We can prove we handled it in our own strength. How many of us have issues going on in our life right now? But our mindset is, well, we'll deal with that tomorrow. So right now, I got this. I got this. This, this, this just, it's not that big of a deal. It's just a little thing. And, and, and I know, it, you know, I probably shouldn't have even started it, shouldn't have entertained it, shouldn't have let it happen. But it's just a little thing, and, and it doesn't really mean anything. And, 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 you know, and we got these other things, and they're bigger and they're more important. So, so tomorrow, how many young people tell, are going to really live for God after high school? How many of us are, are, are well, I'm going to start tithing after I pay off my bills. And we let stuff go. Uh, well, I'm going to believe God for healing after I see some miracles. I'm going to be nice when people start being nice to me. So we let things go. Just a little thing. It's not, it's not you know, it ain't nothing big. Just little things. Little things that we just let it go. We just let it, we just let it slide. And, and, and you know, it, it's not major. Come here, Glenn. It's not major. It's just little. Shelby, come help me. Put your hands together like you're praying. Oh, good. You do know how. Okay. <laughs> He's asking for mercy, and I haven't even got started yet. It's just, just a little thing that starts wrapping itself around your life. Here, turn so those guys can see you, too. This way. Trying to fade into the fabric. Okay. Okay, just a little thing. and you know, Go ahead and pull your hands apart. It's just a little thing, but you, but you can get freedom, right? Okay. Keep, put your hands back. Just go for a while, hon. So it's just a little thing. It's not a great big deal. It's just one thought that you've had for 40 years. 
that you probably should have dealt with the first 11 days you had it. It's just one attitude. It's just one thing in your life that you've just allowed to go because, well, it's not that big of a deal and you're dealing with other things. Besides that, who really cares about the little stuff? It's not a big deal. We're, 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 we make such a big deal out of everything. And, and God probably doesn't even care about that stuff because, you know, nobody's perfect. The word perfect means lacking nothing. The Bible says that the word of God will cause you to be perfect, lacking nothing. How you doing, buddy? That's probably good enough for him. Uh, oh, you hear him? You better get a couple more times. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 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 now that's good. Okay. Can, can, you, can you take your hands apart? No. Why not? It's just a thread. Too much. It's just one thread. Okay, you stand there and try for a while. You know, if you're not, if you're not careful, that little thing that doesn't matter, just a little while is ruling your life. Sitting on the throne, making your decisions for you. Just that one little thing. Dictating your future. And there's places you can't go and things you can't reach and you can't have certain possessions. Why? Because that little thing. That really, you know, it's, it's not a big issue. It's not hard. Here, point your hands that way. It's not hard to deal with. You know, you just got to get to the right place and realize that if you go up, you can get out. He led them up. They came up harnessed. The way out is up. Even with this little thing in your own strength, find your thread. It's starting to bother me. See, and if you're not careful, your stuff gets wrapped up in somebody else's life. And it becomes a real problem. Here, pull on that string. Oh, okay. <laughs> the way out is up. The way out is up. It's coming to a place where you have to make an open admission. I need God. And I need Him today, not tomorrow. I don't want to put it off tomorrow. It's going to be worse tomorrow. It's going to have a greater stronghold on my life tomorrow. If I deal with it today, I walk out free. Why wait till tomorrow? Well, there won't be so many people around. There'll probably be more. The very thing that's keeping you from moving forward in your progress and in your freedom is probably going to increase in your life. Because you're giving it time. You're giving it time to wrap itself around you and to find new strongholds and new places where it can, where it can cling to you. And you need to let it go. And the only place you can take it is up. You've got to go to God. You gotta turn to God. You gotta realize that, you know what? In all of this journey, every place that God's taking me, He's trying to take me to a new level of energy. He's trying to position me in a place where I can see I already have the ability to live free, but it's not in my strength. The Bible says, not my, not, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. See, you've, you've got the same power that raised Christ from the dead. 
that's alive and well inside of you. Think about it for just a minute. The same Spirit that caused Christ to pop up out of that grave and, and, and to set you know, captivity free, that power is in you. The enemy doesn't want you to see it. He wants you to think that you're incapable and that you're ineffective and that, you're, that you don't have any strength. But you're, you're harnessed. You're strong. You're capable. You, you have more than enough to take the land. God wants to take you to a place of insane freedom. Been doing a lot of praying for families since the beginning of the month. Just myself and the leadership team, we're praying for your families. We're believing God that we're going to have the ability to radically demonstrate wholeness and health in every home. We're not going to allow any homes to suffer. No more brokenness, no more chaos, no more defeat. Because that's not God's plan. God's plan, Isaiah 32, 18, my people are going to live in a peaceful habitation, a secure dwelling, a, a quiet resting place. And God's going to lead us about. He's going to have to change the way we think. He's going to have to change the way we see ourselves. But He's going to have to convert us to a different level of energy. See, one of the things, oddly enough, that you are going to have to develop, and, and, and I, I want to give you, you know, I want to give you full disclosure. You know, if you're really quiet and really timid and really withdrawn, start praying. Because I believe that when God's done with us, and it's not going to take 40 years, I believe, you know, we're on an 11-day journey, and we have the ability, and the leadership team has the courage to say, okay, we're going. But it's going to change the level of energy, so that when you come into this place, and we're praising and worshiping God, you're going to be, I'm telling you, when you see the goodness of God, you're not going to be able to contain yourself. When you leave this place, you're not going to have to preach to the sinners. Your life is going to glow with the glory of the Most High. And you're going to recognize, oh my God, some of the stuff that, that I've allowed in my life, it's now gone, it's off of my life. I have such freedom and such liberty, and, and you're just going to shine. And it's going to be an awesome testimony to our community. The goodness of God. And you're not going to have to use words, you're just going to live the life. But you're going to a different level of energy. Why? Well, because you're going to see you're winning. It's like any other event. When you are kicking booty, you're not afraid to admit it. We got this. We got this thing. We're taking out the enemy. We're going to start today. Some of you, you've allowed little things. God's dealt with you in the past. And you've tried. And you might even have gotten yourself to the place where it doesn't even bother you that much anymore. Because, well, again, you're not perfect. But there's just little things in your life that you know that need to be unraveled. That you need to be set free from. Mindsets and attitudes and relational conflicts. And just little things. But God wants you free. So today what we're going to do, I'm going to ask you real close, real quick, just to close your eyes and bow your head for just a moment. and Put your book down. <coughs> and I just want to ask you this, and I know this is probably not going to be super easy, but come on, you've got, you've got what it takes to do this. But if you're in this room and you know that God is dealing with you today. There's some things that you've allowed, that you've permitted, that you've entertained, that you've just put up with. But you know that really God wants you free from that. I'm going to ask you right where you are just to stand to your feet. 
We're going to believe God for deliverance and power and release today. Just stand right up to your feet. Don't be afraid. Well, what are people going to think? Who the heck cares what anybody else is thinking? I'm getting free today. I'm I'm getting that stuff off my life today. I'm not going to let some stupid little thread be wrapped so tight around me that I can't move in the freedom that is in Christ. Christ paid an extravagant price so that I could live a life of total freedom. So today, I'm going to receive that freedom. And I'm going to step out in faith and believe that when I do, that he's going to move in my life and I'm going to be transformed and converted to a different level of energy. I'm believing God's word today. You guys who are standing, would you do me a favor? Would you just step out and come meet me right here? I just want to pray with you. I'm standing with you. Some of you guys are thinking, well, I'll I'll, I'll deal with this thing later. You're going to really spend one more night with the frogs? I mean, are you really going to hang out and wonder, well, maybe this thing will just end on its own? It hasn't in 40 years. Maybe, maybe you know, this is, I, I've learned to live with it. This isn't keeping me from anything. You've got to realize something, guys. Some of these little things that we allow to remain in our life, they're keeping such great things from us. We've, we've traded. We've traded great things from God for little things that you say, well, this doesn't really matter. Well, the thing that's keeping you from matters. The thing that it's robbing you of, it's something that really matters. So today, I just want to encourage you. I just feel like you might still be sitting there thinking, well, we'll be at Dairy Queen in a minute and it won't matter. It matters. Do you have the courage? Do you have the backbone to face the storm that's trying to keep you from reaching your goal? Do you have what it takes to stand to your feet and say, oh, shoot, I'm getting free today? Come on, it's not too late. It's awesome. What I want you guys to do, I just want you to just lift your hands up. You might not be used to this. It doesn't matter. Just lift your hand. We're surrender. You know, somebody sticks a gun in your back. What do you do? You surrender. So today we're going to surrender to God. I just, I just want to pray for each and every one of you. I'm going to have the prayer team come, and we're just going to pray. And I want the, the church, if you'd do me a favor, would you just reach your hands out, and, and, and I'm going to ask you to do something crazy. Pray. I want you to pray it, and I'm telling you, you got to go. Since, you, since you're out there and, and you're free, then you should be at a different level of energy already. We're not asking you to do silent prayer. Here's the deal. If, if you were standing here and, and a cancer was eating you from the inside out and people were going to gather around and pray, you wouldn't want them to be real silent and real timid and real quiet. You, you'd want them to say, in the name of Jesus. And so today we're, we're praying breakthrough prayer. Come on, guys. We're praying breakthrough prayer. And these things that have been wrapped around our life and they've been holding us back, they're, they're leaving today. Church, just begin to pray with us. Come on. Get, get in agreement and get in faith. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you for deliverance and freedom. Set my brother free right now in Jesus' name. Every chain of bondage be broken off of every one of these lives that are here today. Lord, we thank you that we are not going home the way we came. These little things, Lord, we, we are coming up and we are getting out in Jesus' name. And the anointing of God, just let it flow in Jesus' name. In a supernatural fashion, let it flow in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for freedom right now. 
Thank you for the power of God in the anointing, Lord. It's not break and change. It's destroying those things. In Jesus' name, we're coming to you. Lord, we reach up to you. We surrender to you. And we receive from you right here and right now in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Every one of these things, Lord, we just give them to you now. And we, we refuse to let anything hide. And we're not holding back at all. And we are going to boldly demonstrate Satan's defeat starting now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you for men of God, Lord, that are taking the stand and who are refusing to be entangled even one more minute. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you that physical health is flowing. Relational strength is flowing. Financial freedom is flowing right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord, for total deliverance, total freedom today in Jesus' name. Not another minute of bondage. Lord, we're coming out right here and right now, and we receive it from you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. I magnify your name. I magnify your name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the anointing. The removing burdens, destroying yokes right now, right now in Jesus name, right now in Jesus name, right now in Jesus name. Father, I thank you that no weapon formed against us is going to prosper. No weapon formed against us is going to prosper. No weapon formed against us is going to prosper. Church, I want you just to stand up with us. Stand up. We're just going to begin to pray. Come on, you're really, really quiet. Don't fade into the fabric. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for victory. We thank you that greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. Today, Lord, we thank you that if God before us, who cares who's against us? God, you're on our side, and we are victorious. Lord, we are We are blood-bought, and we have the right and the authority to proclaim our freedom today. And today, Lord, we declare, we'll never be the same again. Never be the same again. Come on, somebody give God a victory shout and a praise. Hallelujah. Come on, give Him praise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, look, we're not done yet. You guys just hang out with me, and they're going to keep praying. You guys, look, I know it's really late. It's 11.15, almost. It's getting really late in here. But, but I, I, I got to challenge you. I, I love you. I'm your, I, 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 you. You know what? I don't think I came to any of your guys' house and said, will you let me be your pastor? But you came here, and now I have a responsibility. I need to be your pastor. And I'm going to tell you something that uh, r- right about now, see, in, in just a, in just a few steps in this journey, tell you, uh, it just in my spirit, I've seen some things, and uh, where God's taken us. You, you 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 might be uncomfortable. You you might just be well, man. I'm just trying to make it through life and be good and show up at church and be nice. And uh, you, you know what? There's there's a warrior spirit that God wants to drop inside of you. We're going to war for families. We're going to, we're going to war for your family. 
Can I tell you something about my family? My family's not in trouble. But I'm not, I'm not leaving one family behind. Okay? Uh, we, we are going to go to war, and we are going to scare hell bad. And, and, and you're not going to do it. You're not going to do it by, by being really quiet and polite and politically correct. Sorry, that day is over. We'll, we'll, have, we'll have a moment of just silent prayer for, for some of you guys later. But this isn't it. Right now, what, what I want you to do is realize that there are areas in your life that God wants to, to give you absolute freedom. There's some things he, he needs to get to your possession. And today, what we're going to do is we're going we're gonna to look ahead to the future, and we're going to see the goodness of God, and we're going to thank Him for it now so that we have right to it when we get there. Okay? And we're talking about an ability to influence and impact this region with life-changing power of God. It, the people in your life that desperately need God, see them in your spirit. See them saved. See them on fire for God. See them, the joy of the Lord is overtaking them and overwhelming their life. And, and begin to shout and cry out to God like you wish they would. Like if you had just been rescued from a life sentence of torture and pain and you've been delivered and set free, you might be a little excited. Thank you. And so we're going to take just we're going to take baby steps. Okay, 30 seconds and then you get to get out of here. But 30 seconds of just insane praise. And let me help you. If you're nervous, close your eyes and then no one can see you. Okay, when your eyes are closed, you're like invisible. And 30 seconds, and maybe you've never done anything as wild as, hey, well, do that. But, you know, but you're the radical spirit-filled believers. Right? You're doing warfare with the powers of darkness. And you probably, you know, thank you, Jesus. You know, that ain't going to cut it. Come on. We're, we're kicking devil booty. We got a, we got a team. We got an army that's going to demonstrate Satan's defeat. And we're going to do it right now for 30 seconds. Come on, somebody. Lift up a praise. Lift up a praise. Thank you, Lord. Come on. Give him a victory shout today. Somebody shout glory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We magnify your name. We magnify your name. You're my king. You're my Lord. You're my savior. You're my hope. You're my light. You're my joy. You're my strength. You're my peace. You're my hope. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Victory is mine. Victory! Victory! Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Look at somebody close. You say, that, that wasn't that bad. You ever watch those movies where the army set themselves, they set the battle in array, and you got, you know, two lines, and, and there's a valley in between, and on both sides they're screaming at each other? That's what we're doing. We're declaring to the enemy, you lose. You lose. You're not, devil, you're not going to dictate my future. You're not going to manipulate me from my past. And if you take one more step forward, I'm cutting your head off. I'm not backing down. I'm not intimidated. I'm not afraid. And I'm not ashamed of the gospel for it is the power of God 
unto salvation to those that believe. I'm just not intimidated, not afraid. And I actually want to be living so well that people ask me, what in the world is going on in you? And I can tell them. Hello? And it's going to be happening in your house. I'm telling you, revival's coming to your house. Restoration's coming to your house. Deliverance is coming to your house. And God's going to change you through a series of turns and bumps, and you might even get bruises. But by the end of the day, you're going to be living at a different level of energy, and the devil's going to be intimidated by you. Amen? Give somebody a high five and tell them we're going Zoe style. Listen, if you raised your hand today, hey, can we pray one more prayer before we go? Do me a favor. I don't want to leave the service without giving people an opportunity to receive life. Just close your eyes for a minute. We won't embarrass you and we won't call you out. But if you're here today and you, you don't even have God in your life, you, you know that you need to make things right with God. I don't want you to leave today in that condition. So with all, everybody's eyes are closed, if that's you, again, I'm not going to call you out. We're all going to pray a prayer together. But if it's you and you need to make this your prayer, hold your hand up real high and let me see it. Say, Tom, that's me. I need God in my life. Thank you. You can put it down. Thank you, sir. You can put it down. I just need God. I need, I need a relationship that's real. I don't need a religious ceremony. I need a real life-changing encounter with a living God. I want to surrender my life today and receive the love that Christ offers me. Anybody else? We're all going to pray. It's awesome. I want everybody to pray this. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I know I need you. I need your love, your acceptance, your forgiveness. Come into my life. Change me from the inside out. Give me life. Give me hope. Give me vision. I choose to live for you every day of my life. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for setting me free. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Come on, give the Lord one more hand.